0: You know, Lock, you know. talk radio. <laughs> Nita Whitaker LaFontaine, singer, mother, wife, nurse, An author of Finding My Voice, My Journey Through Grief to Grace, Living with the Loss of Dawn LaFontaine, shares her inspiring story and personal message of love, faith, and perseverance. Through her raw and revealing account, it is Nita's hope to instill courage in others in their healing process and follow the direction where the sun continues to shine. Nita, welcome. Thank you for being here on Soul Priorities.
1: Thank you, Tuaca, for having me. Thank you. It's wonderful to to see you. Oh, always. We are we are old friends. (laughs) So it's great to see you and to be with you in this technological way. (laughs) And this
0: this is this is the first to communicate this way.
1: (laughs) I know this is very cool. I'm I'm kind of pleased
0: right now. (laughs) Well, another. One notch in the learning, technical, savvy. The curve is
1: huge. So
0: I am kind of low on the
1: totem pole there, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yes.
0: Yeah, getting me. there. There are other areas in life where you have tremendous skills that, that move through you. And many know you as a singer. You've been, you started singing in the church when you were three years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And through that, you have touched many people through the power of your voice. I think the only grand champion or the grand champion of Star Search back in the day. Yeah, I'm actually the only Hall of Famer because I won. There were many winners, but I
1: won the most consecutive shows of anyone in the history of the show. So they have a Hall of Fame apparently somewhere in Florida. I haven't seen it, but I'm told because they sent this award to me that I'm the Hall of Fame grand champion female winner
0: okay all right <laughs> you know suffice to say that your 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 joy of singing has carried you and through your your craft in your heart you have lifted the spirits of many to the power of your voice thank you thank you that's a lovely thing to say thank you yeah, just saying it how it is nita
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it so much and it's for me singing is um it's vital. It is from as vital as breathing is because it's something that's so organic for me since I've done it, since I can remember. Uh, my parents tell me that before I even had words, I would throw my head back and say, ah, in tune with whomever was singing before I even knew the words. So it has been such an integral part of my life and of, of, of who I am that I, I try to, uh, first of all, understand that it is a gift given to me and that it's my job to take care of it. And that's what I try to do. I try to honor my gift. I don't you know I take care of my my voice and I try to live a fairly clean life you know and, you yeah. know maybe a glass of wine here or there. But I really want to take care of it because i I understand the value of it to me, and I hope that you know when I'm able to sing that I can impart some some feeling invoke some 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 happiness or some moment of loveliness for the recipient yeah.
0: Yeah. So I can be I can be speechless for a few moments here and take that in, but <laughs> we're, also on, we're also on the air <laughs> <having this> conversation. <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> Goosebumps. So this uh you know, anybody that's listening or that's new to you can can appreciate the power of you in a concert, or even right now on The Winner Is, which is on NBC, that you're uh, there with one of your progeny singing for that. Yeah,
1: baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's thrilling. It is thrilling, I can't tell you, to sing with her, to watch her grow from this, you know, stumbling bundle of energy that, you know, just needed me to do everything for her to this young lady who has opinions and and has a path, and has ambition, and who has, as both of my children do, um, yes. it's phenomenal, and to stand beside her on the stage, I'm so filled with pride, and so filled with love for her, for both of them, but because that moment we, it was one that we shared, and the three of us sing together also, but that moment was just me and BC and she's my youngest, and it, it was just... I would look at her sometimes and just be brimming because I would look at her with such pride as a singer she's becoming, the young lady she already is, and the young woman she's going to become as she continues to mature into herself. It's it's quite a moment for for a parent to not just sit in the audience and watch her perform, which is also thrilling, but to stand beside her. It was a real uh, lovely moment for me.
0: Yeah. For, for you, for her, for the entire family. And, and one thing I know, uh, I know from heart, I know from observation, I know from intuition, I know from firsthand experience, you know, watching your family grow is some of the bonds of your family do come through your faith, do come yeah. with love, do come from the friendships that you develop. So yeah. even though you're a mom, you, you, you grant space to your children to become who they're meant to be and um, uh, and their father, uh, uh the, the
1: great,
0: what's that? My beloved Don. Yeah. 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 Um, your
1: beloved Don.
0: Your beloved Don. I love him too. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Uh, yeah. Love is eternal. I, I feel him here and, Absolutely. and, and, and very present, uh, in, in the house. So Don LaFontaine, um, for those who may know his voice but not recognize his name, he also used his voice to bring joy and to evoke messages in a in a way that um really uh put his uh stake his his thumb or his his sonic print, I should say, mm-hmm. in the entire movie industry. And uh Don uh, was the, the voice over King and and your and your best friend and your husband. Yes. Your yes. pal, your running mate, your Yeah, he
1: was he was it. He was my prince. He was my prince, as they say it a, a king king of voiceover by the prince of a man.
0: Yes. And
1: that he really was. Um just I couldn't ask for a better mate, a husband. He was so attentive and loving and doting and just showered me with love and I always felt adored. I think it's how every woman should feel. I felt adored. He yeah. thought me wonderful. And yeah. how special. You know, I see these talk shows and the relationship that we had was so unique and so special to us. But also, and I'm finding it was to other people who were looking at us. Yeah. And um, I didn't really take that in. I just was so always, we always felt so blessed and so grateful that we yeah. found each other in this big city that we found each other yeah. And that we, you know, we made a family. Uh, but he was also a terrific dad, not just to our girls, but he fathered a lot of people and mentored a lot of people. <laughs> that was part of his mission in life. He wanted because he knew he learned. He wanted to share. You know, you know, you teach. Yeah, and that was such an integral part of him. Uh, he was always teaching and wanting to share and wanting to learn and share what what he knew and what he had with others. And it it was, it was just wasn't a, a small circle. There was a story about, I heard the story, there's two kinds of people. There are reservoir people and river people. The reservoir people get their blessings and they just keep it in a small circle. And, yeah. and they just kind of give to their own. And the river people get their blessings and let it flow downstream to whomever gets it. Done with the river people. Yeah. And I think it's something we can all work toward, being river people, so that we don't live so close. We live our lives with our arms wide open. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm inspired by him. I'm inspired by by what he showed me and how he loved us and how his legacy of work is is untouched and will never be matched. He was a one of a kind. It really broke the mold when they made Don LaFontaine. Yeah. yeah. I, when I was smart enough to marry him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was uh, quite, quite a being quite a beautiful being just a comet in our in our space you know and uh, just lit up wherever he was yeah and, uh, there's never enough time but i'm
0: grateful yep. yeah. so your 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 buddy your mate your husband he the father of your children and a um a, a king of of a, of a man a king of a man or prince of a man both uh he transitioned he passed away mm-hmm. and you were left to reconcile and heal from that every day you woke up breathing. Yes. And in that, in that process, I know that you wrote a, a book, uh, a beautiful book. What, I, what I'd like to really touch upon is what was the movement, what was the moment of inspiration for you? Like how did you experience, I've got to write about this, I've got to share my story. What was that, that, that moment for you?
1: I started sending out mass emails when Don became very sick the week of August 22, 2008, because I couldn't speak to everybody, and I was so focused on his care when he was in the hospital the last nine days. I found a mass email asking for prayers, chants, light a candle, burn a bush, whatever you do, and after that, you know, Don did ascend on September 1, 2008, I wanted to connect with people, but I was so overwhelmed by my life and overwhelmed by the task of continuing and raising my girls that I had to find a way to speak to people. So I started using email that I would do check-ins, and yes. I would let them know, you got a few of those, how we're doing, what we're feeling, and thank you for this, and, and, and I appreciate your support because it's keeping us going right now. And I started doing those about every couple of months. I would send it out to about two or 300 of my of, in my circle. And who people who were cousins and also family, and um, it started to grow. They would share it, and then I, I um, after about one year, Sky went away to school, and that was also another big change. And That's I, your oldest daughter. My oldest daughter, Sky. Yes. She was off in Northern California, and I needed something to fill my time. With I had this house, and I had so much space, and you know, not that. It, was, it felt empty and I had a lot of time that I'd never had before and I wanted to fill the time with something creative. A friend told me about a writing workshop called Writing to Heal with was in my neighborhood because I wouldn't read Lucy for more than an hour or two herself. and so I said well let me give it a try and she just I, it was a random thing so I went there and I was wrong and I walked into the class and she didn't know that I was grieving I didn't tell her I just went in I just wanted some place to put something creative and I started sort of not even tell the story of losing them, I would just talk about my life and I would break down and I would just weep. And they would just pass me the tissue and let me cry. And it was about before the fourth or fifth lesson. And then I would start to write things out of there and I would share them with my circle. And people would say, You should, you should share this. You could help someone else. You could help someone else's grieving. So after several of those validations, of, and, and I had an epiphany of this thing where I was sweeping outside, how you have to clean up your life and you were responsible, and I saw, I was, it was one of those, Girls, come here. Let me show you what I want. Oh my gosh! They were like, "Mom, calm down." And so <laughs> I sent that out, and the response was overwhelming. Maybe you have to, you have to get this published. I'm like, "Well, how do I do that?" I'm the mom, and the nurse, I don't know anything about publishing anything. So I just found, I went online and I sent it out to a couple of red books and you know those kind of magazines that would embrace that more. Some of those magazines I got several rejections. And then I sent it to this one called Inspired Woman. It was an online magazine. Okay. She called me right back. She said, oh, my gosh, we love this. We love to publish it. My first published article. And that's how it began. And then I continued to write things that were like moments of clarity for me, a moment of sharing inside of how I was moving through this grief. And the response was always, you need to share this with other people. You need to tell other people about this. So I went to my teacher. I'd been studying with her because classes are once a week. And we took a little break for the holiday. I went to her in about March of 2010. And I said, I think I have a book I need to write. And she was like, I'm so glad you figured that out. (laughs) I said, I have no idea. I have no idea how to begin. She said, no. Great. So we began. And we started writing a proposal, which took about four months to write. It was a lot of work. But in the process for me, the process of of Don leaving was a movie in my head and it kept me at the dead side, which kept a weight on me in a way that I wasn't even aware of. And when I was able to um, put it on the page, I would write and I would cry for two weeks or something. I would just have to get away, especially when I was writing about those days because it was like I would recall every emotion. It was right there.
0: Mm-hmm. And I hadn't
1: been able to let it go. Literally
0: going through it to to your own human.
1: Yeah. And so it was a cathartic gift to me, which I didn't know it would be. Now I know writing can be that. But I didn't know because I had not been a writer before. Yeah. But I just knew that um, people always told me I had a way with words. But, you know, I'm just a chatty catty, so I just thought, you know, I just talk a lot. But uh, the process was great, and I found a wonderful editor and book designer, and off we went. Beautiful.
0: Well, Chatty Kathy, we've got to have you back because there's much more to say about this in your nonprofit and to, and to share. But in terms of sharing your book, yes. uh, people can go to nitawitaker.com, and there's a link on there that takes them to Amazon, and they can pick that up. Yes. Um, it's also downloadable. It's, they want to download okay. it on their on their iPad.
1: you can go to Amazon.
0: It is downloadable as well. Okay, so they can get the Kindle version. But if they get the books, the books. then they can give them out as presents. Yeah, which is even better. Yeah. <laughs> the real thing. The real thing in your hand. I like Kindle, but mm-hmm. the real thing in your hand is nice. The real the real thing is you smell it, and then the author can sign it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So it's it's, it's I, I I like. I like to, to to hold it, so that's nice. But both options are available, you know, so catering to, to preference there. They can do that. Um, close, closing with, because I know we got to go, but we'll meet soon. The name of the show is Soul Priorities. How do you feel your soul is informing your work as a singer and now an author? I think
1: the part of my life's work that I'm really clear about is that everything I do from my nursing which was healing to my singing, which is healing to my book. So I think the process in my soul soul school, I've learned what part of my purpose is, and that is to be a life of healing through my voice, through my hands, whether I'm laying hands or healing or passing a pill, which I'm not a big fan of, but that's part of what you do as a nurse. But just to use my voice, use my life as a conduit for healing, for motivation and hopefully inspiration. Um, and I do think that that informs everything that I do, everything that I sing, even the way I sing, because it has to come from that place of inspiration for me. I want anything that comes from me to be positive. There's so mm-hmm. much, There can be so much negativity in the world, and I want everything that comes from me and from my family to be something that's positive, beautiful, and if so I can put that little gem of joy into my corner of the world, And I feel like I'm doing something
0: purposeful in my life. Mm -hmm. Go Nita Whitaker LaFontaine, thank you for honoring your gift. I love you. you. I love you more. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time on Soul Priorities. Many blessings. Bye, darling.